When opportunity knocks, say yes, and then figure it out. Richard Branson. Opportunity is knocking. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her brilliant health radio, where holistic women's health expert and board certified OBGYN, Dr. Kieran Dunstan, shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, it's Dr. Kieran. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited about what we're going to share with you today. It's tremendous and powerful, and it will impact your life in amazing ways. That is, if you are willing to say yes to yourself and a larger life. As Richard Branson said, say yes when opportunity knocks, then figure it out. There really won't be much to figure out here. You just have to say yes, which I know is hard for some of us women, right? We often seem to have every excuse for not doing things that are loving for ourselves. Too much work and responsibilities to everyone else. Can you relate? You wake up wondering, is this all there is to life? If so, you're going to love my guest today, Natalie Matashenko. Her journey is so inspiring. In her 50s, she's living a life that most women only dream of. And this only years after she was given several life-threatening diagnoses. She turned it all around. And she's traveled to over 60 countries and lived in five of them. And she currently splits her time between Colombia, South America, and the U.S., all while remaining prosperous in her business, helping women over 40, if that's you, raise your hand, that's me, create extraordinary lives. Women just like you. Maybe you have dreams of traveling or living in another country while following your passion and being financially free, or maybe you don't. Maybe your dream is different, whatever your dreams are, and hopefully you've been listening and know what they are. They are meant to be lived, and this is a central key to creating optimum physical health as well. That's right. Brilliant physical health starts with living your dreams. If that doesn't make sense to you, then you got to listen up as Natalie and I get into discussing our journeys and a special free treat that we have coming up soon that we want to share with you. I'll tell you a little bit more about Natalie and then we'll get started. Natalie Matashenko has led thousands of soulful go-getters in making a huge impact in the world while creating brilliant lives for themselves. With an Ivy League background in business, leadership coaching, and transformational teaching, and an adventurous spirit, she leads women over 40 by setting the example of what it means to live an authentic and vital life that benefits others. She is the creator of the annual Extraordinary Life After 40 Summit, which attracts thousands of women seeking a more authentic, impactful, and fulfilling existence on the planet. 
Welcome, Natalie. So glad to have you here today. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here, Dr. Karen. I am thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be here with you and your audience. Well, we are going to talk about creating an extraordinary life after 40. And you've got so many resources for people, and we're going to get into that. So if you're interested in creating an extraordinary life, stay tuned. But tell everybody, how did you come to create programs for women after 40 in how to create an extraordinary life? Well, basically, you know, I have been working with women for over 20 years doing my signature passion and purpose life course. It came from my own journey of leaving behind a career that, you know, was definitely not my passion and purpose, creating a lifestyle where we lived abroad with my family. We've been living in Colombia, South America for the past nine years, traveling the world four months a year, all while really enjoying financial abundance and doing meaningful work and the kids thriving and being in a long-term partnership with my husband of 26 years, you know, so a lot of good stuff, right? And so I entered my 40s, actually, right, as we moved to Colombia, thinking that like life is good. I have created everything I've dreamed of. I, I get to help people. Life is fantastic. And then stuff started happening. Oh, and I should mention, you know, I had about 15 years at that point of taking what I thought was good care of myself, drinking my green juice, exercising every day, eating healthy, taking some supplements. You know, I thought, you know, I thought I had it made. And then somewhere around 42, I went through a six month period where one thing led to another. And within six months, doctors were looking for, let's see, I mean, thought I had, so it was test upon test upon test. Thyroid cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, adrenal cancer, and told me I would need open heart surgery within a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Those were really, really scary six months because it kept being like, wow, we see something abnormal here. We see this lump. We see this thing. You need more tests. You know, and the tests kept getting progressively more and more invasive and all those wait periods in between tests to have them say, no, you don't have this cancer. But while we were doing this scan, we saw this on this other part of your body. And, you know, as somebody who had been not only taking care of myself, but really studying consciousness for many years. I mean, the universe really got my attention, right? I mean, I felt betrayed by my body. I felt like, wait, what on earth is going on? My youngest daughter was four years old at the time. I didn't, you know, I had three kids. I definitely didn't feel ready to go and transition. And I, so I started, but, but like I said, the universe got my attention. And I started actually doing some deep healing work, especially on the heart part, because I had mitral valve prolapse, or I have mitral valve prolapse, but I was told, which is a heart valve issue, but I was told I'd probably live with it my entire life and never have an issue. So all of a sudden to get to, you're probably going to need open heart surgery in a year and a half was pretty terrifying. And so I started doing even deeper healing work. And I healed things that my body was holding that I didn't even realize that it was still holding, you know, because I have had a gazillion years of therapy and other healing modalities, but apparently my body was still holding to a lot of early childhood trauma, to sexual abuse, to other types of abuse. 
And as I healed those on the body level, I mean, very rocky six months, but so worth it. My heart literally began to heal itself. I'll never forget. I was, you know, I was living in Colombia, but coming back to Boston, to Beth Israel Medical Center, you know, one of the best hospitals in the world to look at this heart issue. And there was a team of, you know, very well respected cardiologist, a fellow and a Harvard intern, all looking at my results saying, well, there's no studies to help support what's happening, but whatever you're doing, keep doing it because your heart is actually looking better than it was before and so on and so forth until now it's become like, yeah, stop in every couple of years, check this out to keep an eye on it. So that experience, Dr. Kieran, really helped me get how much, you know, I mean, obviously health is so important and how much of it comes from so many other things, right? From our emotions, from our spiritual path, from the things we have to work through. So I'm sorry, that's kind of a long answer, but you know, this is why I'm passionate about. So there I was, really focused on, wow, I'm in my 40s now. And I thought I had this part handled. And now I started having, you know, night sweats and hot flashes. My libido pretty much disappeared. My hair was thinning. I was getting kind of this extra weight around my stomach area, which I never had before. Well, basically all the classical signs. Oh, and the mood swings. How could I forget the mood swings? My family certainly wouldn't. Uh, you know, all the classical signs of the perimenopausal hormonal changes. And again, I was like, what the heck? I mean, I thought like I'm in touch with my body even more now. I'm doing all the right things. And again, this led me on a journey of figuring out what to do. And it was so challenging to figure it out. I felt like, you know, conventional, my regular GYN really couldn't offer much. So I started looking, you know, I tried everything, herbs and supplements and um, all kinds of things. And it's, you know, everything made things a little better, but there was nothing really comprehensive, like a comprehensive lifestyle plan. I call that the bathroom sink approach, uh, not to interrupt. (laughs) Yeah, no. Where you're like, I'll try this, maybe that'll work. And you're just so desperate and grasping and you try everything and anything. And yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I was literally being woken up seven times a night, you know, stripping down to my underwear or nothing. And we lived in a place where it was actually pretty cool at night. And my husband, husband who tends to run warm was like under blankets and in a sweatshirt. And I was, and I tend to norm, you know, before this whole change run cold. And there I was literally naked, like not even a sheet on top of me sweating like crazy only to fall asleep and wake up, you know, I'll be woken up half an hour later because I'm freezing, put everything back on and then go through the cycle like seven times a night. So needless to say, I wasn't sleeping. I was exhausted, which didn't help the moods and the anxiety. Well, you get the picture. Mm -hmm. It was a mess. (laughs) Everybody listening is going, nodding their head going, yep, yep. I can relate to that. Pulling all the covers off, hair thinning, all the things you're saying. So yeah. So then what happened? Yeah. So, you know, I started looking at resources and they were so difficult to find. And I noticed that all my friends and that the bulk of my clients, because I worked with thousands of women over the years, but the bulk of my clients who were kind of in their 40s to say early to mid 50s were in a similar boat, right? Dealing with all these hormonal symptoms. And in addition to that, 
that, people's marriages were coming apart. Everybody was questioning, you know, what's, what am I meant to do? I'm not content with my work. I'm not content with life as it is. And I really started seeing these patterns, like, and really getting how this hormonal shift that we go through, I mean, yes, there's the physical aspect, but how this shift is so profound. It is really a spiritual shift. It is an emotional shift. It is a time in our lives where these hormones are there. You know, they're much maligned because of, you know, doesn't feel great, all the things I described. But ultimately, I believe they are there to have us go deeper and look deeper within and look at, you know, the ways we love ourselves or don't. We take care of ourselves or don't. The ways we set boundaries, the way we put up the... I like to say that this is the time in life where the rose-colored glasses come off. You know, maybe they weren't even that rose colored to begin with, but now we're seeing clearly like, wow, why have I been putting up with this, that, or the other? Why am I doing the things that no longer fulfill me? Or just feel a general sense of blah, like, is there, is that all there is? And so basically I just became so impassioned by this that I wanted, and all that I was discovering because, you know, doing what I do, I had access to some really amazing women, world-renowned experts, right, in the fields of hormone balancing, such as yourself, health, other aspects of health, relationships, sex, success, money, manifesting, personal growth, beauty, you know, all the things that matter to a woman in creating an extraordinary life. And they were all women who were in their 40s, 50s, and 60s who also, you know, have lived this transition and had so many tools and so much wisdom to share. And so, yeah, I put this summit together last year, actually. I just invited all these experts, got on with them to interview them and learned so much. We were able to reach, you know, about 10,000 women registered. It was way more than I ever expected because, and the feedback I got afterwards was like, oh my God, this was a godsend. I felt like my life was completely out of control. The hormones were driving me crazy. I've I've been feeling like crap. I'm ready to, you know, leave my partner. Nothing is working in my life. And these resources have just been amazing and have shown me, you know, the things I need to do and especially the tools and ways to move forward and create the extraordinary life I want after 40. Right. And so, so yeah, it was so great. I'm doing it again. You bring up so (laughs) many great points that I just want to comment on. And we'll definitely talk about the summit because there's so much that people are going to benefit from in the summit. And I'm one of the interviewees and participants, and it's just going to be tremendous. But I just want to highlight a few things that you touched on, Natalie, if I may. This withdrawing of hormones during the perimenopause and menopause, you talked about it as being a spiritual issue, all the issues that start accruing, not just the physical symptoms. And I truly believe that it is a spiritual shift in our lives where we're changing from creating material things, so human beings from our bodies, and that's the fruit that we produce and material success. Maybe it's money. Maybe we have a job or 
our business. And we're shifting it and taking those hormones are really shifting to spiritual creation and expressing the call is to express what our souls came here to express that only we can express. And most of us take it as this is this is a horrible time of life. It's something to be avoided. And we don't really understand that the physical messages, I loved how you took when you got all these diagnoses that could be the end and you really went inside and said, what's the deeper meaning of this? And you did the healing work because all physical illness is ultimately an emotional, energetic, spiritual illness. And if you don't understand what I'm saying and you're listening and you're going, what is she talking about? That's not true. I never heard that. You definitely need to listen up (laughs) because, you know, the podcast is about creating your brilliant health, her brilliant health for you as a woman individually and for the collective, all women. And if you don't do the emotional, spiritual work, you're not going to achieve physical health. And so I loved how you went inside and you did that work and And then you came out with this mission to share it with others. And that's really what I believe that the perimenopause and menopause is all about. And I love that you created this great platform that attracted all these incredible women who are very powerful in in their own perimenopause and menopause and sharing their gifts. And so we're going to get into that. But I love your journey. I appreciate your journey. I know it's not pleasant. It's a very painful journey because I've gone on it too. And it actually is ultimately fruitful. And I think this is why Gandhi says that it's the Western woman who's going to save the world because we are able to, we have the material prosperity to be able to go on this journey and ask the deeper questions to the problems of our time, like that we're having with the pandemic and the racism and the Me Too movement and just all that's been hidden is being come to light and all the systems that have been in place of the patriarchy are coming down and we're having to rebuild. And so I know I get so passionate about this and can talk about it. So what does it take to create an extraordinary life after 40? And I just want to just give a little background. I work with women who are challenged with their health and most of them, honestly, see their health problems as only physical problems. They don't get that it has anything to do with their emotions. They don't get it has anything to do with their thoughts or the attachment styles of their caregivers and the traumas that they had as when they were kids. Most of them think their childhoods were great when the truth is that probably 97% of us had some degree of relational trauma in childhood and that directly impacts our physical health. So How did you come to know that that was the truth? And then how does one create an extraordinary life after 40? Wow. Well, thanks. Those are great questions and they're big questions. So starting with the first or how did I come to know this is the truth? Well, you know, I mean, I have spent now nearly 30 years doing personal growth and healing work, and I have learned all the ways that trauma gets stored in our body. I mean, certainly, you know, sexual abuse seems like the most obvious one, but any kind of abuse or traumatic experience, you know, things we might not even remember, they literally get stored in our body, right? And 
our body compensates for it for a while. But having that stuff stored in there, as I understand it, you'd know this actually better than me, Dr. Karen, but as I understand it, having it stored in there takes up our body's energy, right? The energy that our body could be using to regenerate, to heal itself, to renew its cells every day. And instead it's using to hold all the stuff in, right? To keep our defense mechanisms going, to help us like kind of not think about stuff that has happened, not remember things that maybe are difficult or traumatic for us. And over time, it wears down, it gets tired. Things start to leak through. Things start to express themselves as basically disease. And of course, you know, our life experiences lead us often to having negative views of life, thoughts and beliefs running through our minds, which as you know, 80% of of our thoughts or something like 95% are repetitive and 80% of them are negative. And that, and our body listens to those messages and reacts accordingly. And, you know, to me, I have come to believe this very deeply in my personal growth journey over the years, which is why when they, yeah, when all that, all those scary potential diagnoses came up, I was like, all right, universe, you have my attention. (laughs) That wasn't just one scare. That's like seven in a row. What is it I'm meant to learn? And I find that when we're ready, the teacher appears And I literally just was like, okay, show me the way. And within a couple of days, I had referrals from several different people who didn't know each other to one healer in Austin, Texas, who worked over the phone through a whole series of modalities. And she literally said to me, because the biggest issue at the time was because I knew I didn't have any of these cancers, but the open heart surgery was looming. And she literally said to me, here's the thing, your heart is only 47% open. Don't know how she knew that. There it is. And if you want to heal it, we're going to need to do the work to to heal your heart and to open it up more. It's going to be tough work. And the next six months or so are going to be a roller coaster ride. But this is what needs to happen if you want to heal your heart. And I was like, I don't want open heart surgery. I'm up for the roller coaster ride. Let's do it. And it's amazing because the stuff that came up, the memories that came up, things I'd never processed before, despite the fact that I'd been processing things for years. It's like this was the next level and the body was ready. And like I said, my heart literally began to heal itself. So I'm a total believer and anybody watching or listening, you know, if you're experiencing any health challenges, please, 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 you know, look at the emotions, look at the past, look at the trauma, look at the ways of healing your body, you know, not just on the physical level. So That's question number one. Well, yes. And I think that it's the body does keep the score. That's a book by Bessel van der Hulk. And he talks about how trauma lives in the tissues. It's it's energetic and you've got to clear it out. It also sets up in childhood how our adrenal axis, our HPA axis, hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis functions. And when you have had any type of big T trauma or little T trauma, relational trauma in childhood, your HPA axis doesn't respond normally. It's overreactive. And that affects your cortisol stress hormone, which directly affects your health. So 
I totally reinforce what you're saying that if you've got physical health problems, you've got to do the emotional energetic work to clear it out or you cannot heal physically. And and so instead of having open heart surgery, you had open spiritual heart surgery. <laughs> yeah, it was literally opening my heart. Oh, that was exactly. the process. Yeah. Healing the traumas so that I could trust the world more, so I could love more, so I can allow love in. And I didn't even realize that I was holding back because we think, what? We want, I want to love. I want to be loved. Why would I be holding myself back from doing that? Well, there were all these ways I was self-protecting, you know? We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, it's Dr. Kieran, and I have an invitation for you. I know you love the podcast because you're all about Her Brilliant Health Revolution, but did you know that I also have a YouTube channel where you'll learn Her Brilliant Health secrets, things you won't find in your doctor's office. There, I'll share videos with you each week talking about a different tool that you can use to heal, lose weight, increase your energy, and move your health in the right direction towards the brilliant health that you deserve. Find me at youtube.com forward slash Kieran Dunstan, MD. That's K-Y-R-I-N-D-U-N-S-T-O-N-M-D. I'll see you there. Welcome back. Moving on to your second question of what does it take to create an extraordinary life? Because it leads into all of this. I would say the process of looking what's going on with your hormones directly creates, you know, this extraordinary life. Oh, because now I remember what I was going to say before. That's exactly what you said. When I started having all these perimenopausal symptoms, hormonal symptoms, again, I was saying, what's going on? I'm doing everything that I was supposed to be doing. And as I got things tested, what it came down to was that my cortisol levels were really high, not only because of just everyday stress, but yes, because of the way my body has learned to handle stress and triggers because of the early childhood trauma, right? And then add to that having three kids, having my last one at 39 so that I was still nursing, you know, and up all night well into my 40s and, you know, just life and work and this and that. So even though I was doing a lot of the good stuff and meditating and exercising and eating healthy, it was not enough. Those cortisol levels just needed to be brought down, right? My adrenals needed to be healed. So it really is a very complex process. And creating that extraordinary life after 40 is really looking at all the different pieces, you know, are your relationships fulfilling and nurturing you? Your romantic relationships, your intimate relationships, your family relationships, your friendships, your community, are they nurturing you? Are they supporting you? Are they inspiring you? The work that you're doing in the world, you know, whether it's paid, unpaid, does it have meaning for you? Yeah, does it fulfill you? Are you leaving the legacy that you want to live? and leave. Are you living your path? Do you know what your passions are? You know, what gets you out of bed excited each day? And are you living those passions in your daily life? 
are your finances in order and where you want them to be so that you know you're not experiencing the stress from lack are you feeling good within yourself oh yeah is your sex life what you want it to be but thinking of relationships, but also, you know, how are you feeling within yourself? Are you enough for yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you take care of yourself? Do you feel beautiful in your body and skin? I mean, all these pieces are part of feeling good, right? Mind, body, and spirit and creating an extraordinary life. After yes. And I love that. That leads right into all the goodies that you are going to be sharing with people in the summit that is starting any day now is our tools. You've got the most incredible guests in this summit, helping and sharing women who are in this phase of life. So they are living their truth and they're, they're living brilliant lives and bringing their gifts. And I'm so excited for every woman listening to sign up and attend this summit because there is something here for everyone. And there's material here that you need, that you're not going to get at your doctor's office, that you're not going to get on the nightly news. You're not going to get on the TV. You're not going to get it anywhere else. You're going to get it from other women who have gone through this, who have suffered maybe the way you're suffering now and who have found the answers that have worked for them and then are pulling other women up to help them thrive in this phase of life and not just go quietly into the dark and shrivel up with no hormones and just settle for a 401k and not enjoy themselves. They're really thriving in this time of life and, and living those dreams that you have where you lay your head on the pillow at night and you think like, is that all there is to my life? A job that I don't like working with a boss that really demeans me commuting two hours a day and, you know, whatever it is that's causing you pain in your life, maybe you're, you're being in an abusive relationship and you lay your head on the pillow and you know, only you know the dream that you had for your life. That dream is not dead. Maybe you haven't thought about it in a while. It's still there. And as long as you're breathing on this earth, there's still the chance that you could say yes to that dream and embrace it and embrace the path that's going to take you there. And I really think that this summit, an extraordinary life after 40, your summit that you created, your baby, really is outlaying the path, the steps that people need to take in all areas of their life to move forward towards that dream that we all have. You know, if you're listening, you've got it. We've all got a dream. That's what we're here for is to grow and develop and unfold and create. We are creators. So let's talk about some of the guests that you have and what they're going to be talking about. I'd love to start with Marissa Peer because I adore her. And she's talking about you are enough. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, you know, in my 49 years on this earth, I have yet to meet a woman. I would say many men suffer from this as well, but I'll speak to women. I have yet to meet a woman who truly believes that she is enough all the time right? We often Absolutely. think we're not good enough, smart enough, successful enough, pretty enough, you know, whatever. 
And of course, the more work we do, the more hopefully we start seeing this is enough. Well, Marissa has been working with this for years and she has a very simple technique. It is a technique that changed my life many years ago when I watched a video with this technique and said, oh my God, it's so simple. I'm going to try it. And I did. And I found myself going from a place of I'm not enough to, wow, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty awesome. And it's a technique I've taught to clients, of course, crediting Marissa all these years as well. And I'm not going to tell you what the technique is because that's, uh, you need to jump on the summit. And by the way, I'm not sure if we mentioned this is a completely free summit. You don't have to pay anything to access these interviews. So Marissa and I talk about her technique and how you can start implementing it. Yeah, she's incredible. Her technique is very powerful. And you have Janet Atwood talking about loving yourself, which I think is key because in order to go on this journey at midlife, you really have to have and gain a deep love and respect for yourself. So talk about what Janet will be sharing. Well, you know, one of the things that I love about this summit and why I'm doing it two years in a row is that I get to interview such incredible women, some of whom are my sheroes, you know, the women Mm -hmm. whose work has (laughs) profoundly impacted and changed my life. And Janet is one of those women. Her book, The Passion Test, was it 15 years ago when I read it? And I was running Passion and Purpose programs myself. And yet reading her book and doing the exercise was what helped me change our life completely, bring my entire family to South America, change everything up. And Janet has gone deeper with her work to look at how we can love ourselves more because that is at the core, you know, that's sort of dovetailing with the you are enough, but that is at the core of the issues most women face, right? We think we're not enough and have to do X, Y, and Z. And the motivating factor for that usually is to feel loved, you know, to feel that we're worthy. And so ultimately everything starts with loving yourself. So I really encourage you to listen to her interview as well. Absolutely. And you touched on earlier that a lot of women get divorced in the perimenopause and menopausal time when those hormones start dropping. And my Dr. Anna Quebeca, who's one of my good friends and a fellow OBGYN turned functional medicine doc, she and I talk about that. We both had divorces in that time of our life. And we, we've often talked about, we wonder if we had discovered treating hormones hormonal imbalances before we got divorced, if maybe we could have prevented our divorces. And we also wonder if we had discovered the materials that you're going to be sharing in the summit, like that Marissa Peer and Janet Atwood offer and some of the other guests, if we could have avoided that. And we have come to the conclusion that we we really believe that if there was proper treatment of all of these physical, mental, emotional issues beforehand, that a lot of divorce could be avoided. 
And you've got Catherine Woodward Thomas in the summit, and she is going to be talking about conscious un- uncoupling. I know that she first, I forget the name of her book, but was it something like You Are the One You've Been Looking For or something like that? She Yeah, well, she has several books, New York right. Times bestselling books, You Are the One. Calling in the one was the first one, and then the next one was unconscious uncoupling. Right, and so she used to help bring people together in coupling, and now she's got a wonderful book about conscious uncoupling and what that looks like. So if you do head towards divorce, you do it in a conscious manner that actually is healing for the parties involved. And with the current pandemic, like you were saying before we started recording, that there are a lot of people who are really coming face-to-face with the their dissatisfaction with their current partnership and maybe looking for changes. So this is going to be a key interview. Let's talk a little bit about what she'll be sharing. Yeah, well, Catherine is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, everything she teaches and writes comes from her own journey. And she did also go through a divorce mm-hmm. and she had a daughter go through this process with her as well. So she she and her ex-husband really work through this process of what she calls conscious uncoupling, you know, that, you know, a divorce is obviously a very challenging thing for everybody involved, but there are ways to uncouple that are loving, that are respectful, that are life-giving for everybody involved, especially for the children, but for the partners involved as well, that really helps set up the basis for, you know, just like we're still family, but a different family structure going forward. So everybody can still thrive. And her process is really powerful. And the other thing I should mention is that actually the process that she teaches has also worked to save marriages because what it takes to consciously uncouple is also what it takes to have a fulfilling marriage. And that often in the process basically of doing the work, the couple actually comes to a deeper understanding of themselves and their you know, issues and learns how to communicate more effectively and winds up being able to work things through as well. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting piece. In fact, my husband and I were very lucky to be at a workshop with Catherine. It was part of this Mind Valley You experience that we did last year, you know, and there were all kinds of speakers and presenters on all different topics. And Catherine's was really was more around calling in the one and connecting deeper to your partner at that particular workshop. And it was, she taught such a simple technique and just had us do it right then and there. And, you know, my husband and I were just both blown away by the level of intimacy we had created in that moment, in that workshop, in a huge auditorium with 300 people that was so profound. So I actually would recommend that everybody listen to Catherine's interview, you know, whether you're considering leaving your partnership or marriage or not. You know, she is amazing. I've taken a course with her and, um, I love what you're saying. It is so true that in order to consciously uncouple, those are the same skills you need to consciously stay coupled. And I would love to hear, and hopefully she shares in the interview, what her stats are in terms of people who go 
through her program with Conscious Uncoupling or read her book, of those who actually end up staying together, I bet it's pretty high. Because when you develop the skills to consciously disengage, then you also develop the skills to stay engaged consciously and in a healthy way. And then you've got Marcy Shimoff, who I love, and she's going to be talking about what? Share every with everyone. About how happiness is an inside job. And her, you know, she... Marcy has, you know, the New York Times bestseller, Happiness for No Reason. I actually, gosh, I read that. Was it 15, 20 years ago? She's a definite shero with some really practical, easy to implement tips and tools on how to cultivate happiness because it's truly, Marcy has done all the research she has done and come to the conclusion that only something like, I forget if it's seven or 10% of our happiness is actually determined by the circumstances in our life. The rest is our genetic standpoint, which can be affected, which we can change. And the rest is practices that we do. And yet most of us tend to focus all our attention on that seven to 10% on organizing all the circumstances of our life to be just so because we think then we can be happy. But really, we should be focusing on the 90 to 93% that we can much easier control, which is our own internal habits that will cultivate happiness. And in the interview, Marcy shares three top habits. She also very generously gifted to everybody who signs up for the summit, her happiness for no reason workbook. And so it's an incredible opportunity to basically learn from, I would say, probably one of the world's foremost experts on happiness on how you can be happier regardless of what's going on. And I mean, you know, who doesn't want that? I love that. And it's hopefully something that everyone by the time they hit menopause has learned that there there's nothing external that you can own or buy or possess that's going to make you happy or, or a relationship that's going to make you happy. I certainly had my journey with that. And now it's, it's just a choice that I make to be grateful for all that's going on in a certain moment that gives me that sense of happiness. And so I love that Marcy is going to share her steps on how to cultivate that. And you have so many other wonderful guests. And you and I talk about hormones in this phase of life. What I, what, I'm trying to remember what we called it. What's hot hormones? What was it? <laughs> Like Are you asking me to remember stuff? My yeah, what was it? Hot <laughs> hormones at the halfway mark. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yes. And you know how to have hot hormones. And hot hormones are not just about having a good libido and sex drive. That's vital. But also your drive for life. Your sex hormones are so intricately, intricately involved with your passion, they, you have more sex hormone receptors in your brain and central nervous system than anywhere else. Well, what does that tell you? It tells you that your neurotransmitters depend on these hormones to think happy thoughts and have your passion and keep your dopamine high, right? That's your drive hormone, a neurotransmitter. It's about your passion in life. It's gonna be really hard to have passion if you are hormonally deficient. So you don't 
don't want to miss that talk. Mm -mm. I remember we talked about some things that I've never talked about before. And when you have an expert and you do an interview with someone who's in tune and been on this path, it draws out, I know it draws out of me, things and answers that I didn't even know I had inside of me. Because, you know, wherever two or more are gathered, that's where the divine speaks. And so you definitely want to tune in and hear that. It will help your life. So any last words about the summit? Because I think it's amazing. If you are listening to this, you need to go sign up for this summit. I know, like I know, like I know more than anything, you are going to benefit so tremendously by listening. So any last minute words about the extraordinary Life After 40 Summit? Yes, definitely check it out. And the piece I forgot to mention, you know, is that on my journey, as I was uncovering all this great wisdom and all these great tools, I also realized how society really kind of puts us out to pasture past our childbearing years. You know, it's somehow we go from like childbearing to whether we choose to have children or not, you know, to menopause, to old age, where really our forties and fifties are just, you know, Eastern cultures call it the second spring. It is our rebirth to the most productive, beautiful, amazing years of our lives. And I know from last year's summit and the feedback I got over and over was that beyond the tools, beyond, you know, the ways that women can create their extraordinary lives, what they loved most was realizing that life is just beginning, that they were feeling kind of like, oh, just like the societal message, it's all downhill from here, you know, I'm being put out to pasture. And after they listened to these interviews, learned what they did, saw these amazing women who themselves are in their 40s or 50s, their 60s, some are in their 70s, who are just full of life, full of passion, living their purpose, living great lives, contributing to society. They too realize, wow, oh my God, it's just beginning. I can do this too. So check it out. It's going to be life-changing. You're going to love it. And I, you know, I really welcome you with open arms to our community of extraordinary women living extraordinary lives after 40. Yes, I second that. And I love the quote you shared with me before we started recording from Richard Branson. When opportunity knocks, say yes, and then figure it out. And that's actually how you got started creating the summit. And so if you're listening, this summit is completely free. Opportunity is knocking. You need to say Yes, there is something here for you. There's a reason you're hearing this. You need this and you want to pick up the tools when they're laid down in front of you. And it's an act of self-love to do so. So I look forward to seeing you all on the summit. It's going to be an awesome event. And thank you so much, Natalie, for sharing yourself, your journey, your passion, for sharing your purpose and for doing the work you do because you are helping thousands of women, including me. I'm so grateful to know you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dr. Karen. And Thank you for the work you do and for having me here tonight. It was such a pleasure. 
Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, post it on your social media and tag me, I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.